Ready, boys? Trying to hear the song. Okay. I am not saying this to stir up people. Uh, we don't I am, know that. <laughs> I am saying this out of utter 100% honesty and belief. I support Ilhan. I don't want some jackass getting up with a guitar <laughs> in the middle of a damn airplane and you. start singing. Chris, are you and I on the same side? Kenny said he'd get up and get the guy's guitar and just break it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like Solushi and Animal House. I, so you're on, we're on the same side you, it, it was almost like Kenny came back to do sports talk. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. I, of course, hadn't had an opportunity to listen But yet. there was an extenuating circumstance. No, there isn't. Christmas, I guess, or Easter, or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> no, they were all like-minded from the same church going to help the Ukrainians. Well, that's fine with them. When you're out... You know, when oh. you're when you're on your bus going to the hotel, going to the airport, yeah. sing your hearts out. Yeah. When you're going someplace else, sing your hearts out. Not when I'm on an airplane. <laughs> Shut up. Talk to the person in the seat next to you and uh, leave us alone. It's an airplane. That's it's right. miserable anyway. That's I don't right. need somebody singing. Stop an and by the way, yeah. They, What's he doing with a guitar? Check your guitar. We don't want your guitar taking up all That's that That's a good point. How did he get it on the space thing? in the overhead. I think it was a church group. Although you they keep, didn't have the whole plane. That's what we're, we don't know that apparently. Well, Il, uh, our guy, well, gal wasn't part of it. Ilhan? Yeah, she wasn't in on the group. Well, no, I know that. They didn't have the whole plane. Well, that's what I read. Well,. It could have been a charter with this particular church ministry. Well, if it was a charter, then fine. But I wasn't. She was on the plane, wasn't she? No, no, God, no, 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 no. She, she just issued out. a tweet. No, no, no. no. She oh, saw a okay. video of this and then said, okay. "What would happen if we started singing?" As in, uh, well, if it was a if it was a charter, then go ahead and sing. But you, Reber, but if it's just if you got a hundred and hundred eighty seats, no, I get you. I, I know. I'm in your. Up. I'm in your side. Yes, I'm on your side. Okay. The, the, what gives credence to the fact that it might not have been a charter is that Reaver saw the video of the guys playing on the plane, and there's a glum-looking guy oh, looking at the guitar he player. He looked like um, he wanted to do what Royce and Kenny have described. Yes. Where did we see? Where? Where? What's the great movie where the guy is shattered? Animal House. Animal House. Well, yes. she takes her, the guy smashes, yeah. and then says, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was trying to remember where you did that. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm You know, it's, it's not a big festival. Of occasion flying. No, I get it, Pat. Burden. Settle down, Joe, big guy. Joe, <laughs> let's just let's just get on a plane with Pat, right? We're, yeah. we're we're all on our way to Fort Myers for spring training. Yep. <laughs> How long does Pat last until he unbuckles the seatbelt and stands up and heads towards the guy with the guitar on the plane <laughs> right away? Uh, Would you I give him about ten seconds to see what was uh, what what's, what he was up to? Uh, you know, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm, I don't raise hell on an airplane. Never really have. I raise hell at the gate once in a while when they did not when you know when, at the front desk when they, for no damn reason, tell me I'm going to be two hours late. Yeah. But I'm not very patient. But once you're once they have you okay. in that trapped environment, <laughs> okay. There's not much I could do. But I would have yelled out, "Shut the bleep up!" After about thirty seconds, right. Can we talk about Byron Buxton? Because we have yes, to. Yes, we must. He's made out of paper mache. Balsa I, wood. 
I, uh, all the things that I've read. Here's my theory. He didn't drink milk as a kid, man. Maybe. There's something he got, you know, he, they let him drink. They let him drink Gatorade. Or not Gatorade. What's Kool-Aid. The, Red Mountain Bull. Dew. Mountain Dew. Mountain he, Dew. Right, he's a Mountain Dew kid. That's what he is. He's a Mountain Dew kid. Pat, Pat this is uncanny. Kid. This is. And the other thing is, every time this happens, well, it's not too serious, and he should be back in three to five days. Well, that's Never the, has been back in three, five that's days. That's the game you hate. What's the question you pose to an athlete if you have an injury? You, you, you have said yes. So, you have said can that. you play? Can you play today? Can you play? What do you think you are? 85%? Good enough. Get out there. Yep. Come on. Is okay, it a, are you hurt or quotes. are you injured? Let's read his quotes. Yes. Byron Buxton had felt soreness in his right knee for a couple of days before his awkward slide on Friday caused the center fielder to leave the game in the first inning. I just kind of aggravated it a little bit more, said Buxton, who remains on the active roster but has not played. I'm not too concerned. Once I came in and got checked out and got a look at the MRI, it kind of settled me down a little bit. Buxton said he felt a tingling sensation tingling, yes. after the slide, which caused him to react out of frustration. He slammed his hand on the infield. Normally, I probably wouldn't have said anything just because I wanted to stay in and play, he said. But it's, but, but it's early in the season, mm-hmm. and it's better to miss a couple of games now than to miss two or three months later. It's all about being smart. So what's his condition now? Feel fine, he said. We'll find out more when I start doing some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I read those. Why quotes aren't the two today. games now just as important as two games two months from I, now? Yeah. Uh, well, plus, you know, it's more important to take, you know, to get properly healed or whatever it is now than two months from now. Well, the same thing's going to happen two months from now. You know who's going to? If he slides know. into a base, mm-hmm. he's, you know, at least go go Gomez when he slid into a base. Would act like he was going to die, but right. then he'd get up and he'd play the next inning. Right. That's, this was this was. You brutal. know who needs to coach Buxton? Uh, Rocco can't handle him. No, Mock, Dean Evanson. Yeah, the wild coach. You think? How long do you think? Anyway, he's not a hard noser, though. I don't think Dean. No. Oh yes, he he does not suffer fools gladly. Well, that's that's probably true. Yes. Well, it's a you know. It's, or Mock. Mock would be good. Mock would say, "Are you kidding me?" Here's the difference. The twins of this era, the Rocco era, and a little bit in Gardy's later years, look for reasons not to be on the field. Mm-hmm. Hockey players look for reasons to, to stay be on the ice, on the ice yep. to stay on the ice. And this whole idea of, uh, of just every time he got hurt last year, which was three, right? Mm-hmm. I think only one real injury. He was didn't play for at least two more weeks than was expected at the time. So anyone who thinks this is, you know, he's going to play in Kansas City, well, it'll be cold, and we we maybe should. This is why the game's and losing. I think me, he's going to play in Kansas City. This is why it's losing me. They're not playing today's game. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're, they're not playing it today. They're no. worried about. Two weeks from now. <laughs> well, I texted Pat yesterday. That that theory was true yesterday, Joe. I don't know how much of the game you watched. Not much at all. It's a one-run game, and God love him. Randolph, Minnesota's own Caleb Thielbar gives up a couple of hits. And I know that the rule, Pat explained this to me, so I get why he had to face 
Bogarts, who then hit a missile off the wall or whatever. Why is he, did. he bringing him in to pitch to all those righties? In Correct the first place. in the yeah. first place, but then he leaves them in, and then the game gets out of hand. But it was a one-run game at the time, and I'm thinking, what are you doing here? Are you not trying to win the game? I don't get it. Yeah, it's uh, but uh, Joe. To get back to Buxton, it's it, it's just incredible. It's uh, it, I I was not watching that game. You know what I was doing uh, Friday, Joe? Repenting? Uh, no, but I was thinking about it. Okay. So it, uh, <laughs> but I about noon. Yep. You were here. After after I left here, I went downtown. Yeah. Two bad knees, arthritic knees. Mm-hmm. I, I can barely get out of bed in the morning, yep, right? Yep. Yeah, you know, they even when I'm sleeping, I get pain in my knees, right. you know. But I, it's not a tingling. It's pain. Yeah. <laughs> and I go downtown. Would you trade pain for tingle? I'll take a tingle. Yeah, I take a tingle over I pain. I don't even get a tingle. But, uh, <laughs> but I get downtown at 1. Yeah. Double header. Yep. Write a Saturday column, yep. write a Sunday column at 7.15 before I'm done. Wow. I played a six-hour and 15-minute double On header. two bad knees. On two bad knees. <laughs> uh, bad, I got a left shoulder that's killing me lately. I, I got a busted what. hand. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. When I went down, you know what I felt? What? A tingle. tingle. That's right. But you kept, even with a broken hand, yeah, you kept yeah, playing. Yeah. This is, uh, I, I, I think it's... I, I don't know what it is with his. He was a football player. That's, That's what's amazing. I was just going to bring he that up. He was a Division One football recruit. He wouldn't have lasted four minutes. He was going to Georgia. He wouldn't have he lasted really, four yes. minutes. Oh, he would have been killed. Yes. Yeah. I don't get it. I do not get it. I do not get why you don't jump up and. You're out and go to the dugout and keep your mouth shut. Yes. Well, that's no, play. he wasn't out. That's why. Oh, he was. Because we had the game on okay. in here, and oh, I said, that's right. "Why is he leaving the field?" Because you know the the the, the yellow or the yeah the yellow square was on. I thought, well, he didn't get thrown out, and I went, "Oh crap!" He One got hurt. One thing that hurt him too is when he was growing up a kid, they let him slide on his belly, oh. so he doesn't know how to slide on his ass, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so it's because uh, he would keep hurting his hand when he would slide head first. Yeah, God, it's it's you. I think it's official. If you get a hundred games out of him, it's a miracle. I think it's a miracle. Well, your your current prediction, unfortunately, is going to prove to be accurate. It's going to be two weeks. Oh yeah, now if he plays, uh, I said as yesterday, I said first you read three to five days, mm-hmm. then you're ready. He'll be out a week because on uh, the crawl. I said, just put him on a sixty day. <laughs> you won't, <laughs> you won't see him for two months because we're gonna wait till he's a hundred percent. He'll never be a hundred percent if we, he leaves because of a tingle. Do we know if he did anything today? Jog around the outfield a little bit. I don't know. I haven't. Because know. here's here's his final. It's quote. a morning game. Right. I know. Didn't so, have time. So what's his condition now? Feel fine, he said. We'll find out more when I start yeah. doing stuff. What, what do you have to feel more than fine? Let's go. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> fine. Fine is way better than the Ricey standard, which right. is okay. And you know what the shame Good of it enough. is? enough. Yep. He was the player of the month last April, then yes. got hurt. He yep. was off to a hellacious start this year, then three, got hurt. Three straight homers. And he, this time he didn't even get hurt. He got a tingle. Last time he got, last year he did something. 
something. I don't know what it was. I can't remember. It's hard to keep them all three straight. Times. One was the neck, wasn't but it? But Joe, I don't know. I went to St. Paul when he did his rehab, yeah. right? I went for his game. Yep. He hit a triple. Yep. He hit a triple. He went boom. Yep. You know, you could you could hear the sound. It sounded like a guy at the Indy 500, right? Zoom. <laughs> and he had another hit. Yep. And then he, he can't play again because he's... Yeah, he didn't feel just right. He just and then he missed what two weeks after the what so. okay. ball. Then how much of this? We've talked. I don't about, know who to blame it on. Really, well, how how much of it is him being a baby? Well, I'm not going to tell him that to his face. But no, either uh, would I. He's but, a strong kid. Yeah, but I think it's. I think, I think, he, I think he's conclusion. been allowed to develop this ethic where if he doesn't feel great. he Now, before he signed his contract, remember last year? I would not have signed him. Remember his, last year, his quote was, I'm not going to play unless I feel 100%. There was one, oh, one I, time. Okay, now that? I do remember that. Sometime in September or something like that. I mean, they were lost cause anyway. But uh, I, I don't know. It's. I think uh, we came to the conclusion last year that he's not a baby. We came to the conclusion, I thought, last year that these are real. So then the other conclusion, these injuries are real. So the other conclusion you have to reach is he's just too susceptible to breakdowns. Yes, but... But the breakdowns are real. But the breakdown... This doesn't look like a breakdown. bad one. This looks like some, you know... Do you think Tony Oliva, who didn't have after knees. 1971, ever felt... As good as Byron Buxton did after he felt the table. Nope, you're right. In his entire, he played four more years. Damn near on, bone on bone. On one leg. Yep. He never felt as good for, hell, the last six years of his career as Byron Buxton did after the slide into second. I, 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 I have not met him personally, but uh, everything I've read or, and see about Rocco tells me that he's, he's the perfect manager oh, yeah. for Buxton. Yes, he's, he's sympathetic, he's, and he's get him well, off there. Well, Rocco was Rocco an injury was player. Much injured because yeah. he had. Then he basically had dropsy of the. He had mm-hmm. what we used to call dropsy yeah. with the foot yeah. that cost him the career, and he yeah. kept trying to play. He was a top prospect with he, the Rays. Oh, he was a. Yeah. he was in a big leagues like two years after second year after he's drafted, and was a really good player. But uh, you know, he very subject to injuries. And I think he thinks, maybe that makes him extra I, sympathetic. I think he thought playing 150 some games each of his first two three years made a difference. But you know, on a, on a larger scale too, you're seeing guys with year round training, with nutrition people that live inside their homes, and with the NBA too, the the, the number of opt out chances that these guys take is is unbelievable. Well, I gotta. It's what's the uh, uh, the the rest term that we use in the NBA all the time, Pat? But you see guys get hurt more now than they ever have. It seems like they're too tight, too tight, uh, too, tight. too tight. Well, but here's the other thing: uh, diagnosis is somebody You've been through this. You know, yeah, they have doc- names for everything. Diagnosis, now. yes. The thoracic outlet. I knew you was going to say yeah. that. You know how many? I mean, that's a real thing because they lose their fastball. But you know how many hundreds of guys had that yeah. when they and they said, hey, "I lost it." You yeah. know, he just lost it. But they can. They can, you know, analyze everything, and they're afraid to put him out on the on the field without it. But I hope we're wrong. I mean, maybe it, he'll play tomorrow. To night. me, to me, I usually blame Rocco, but to me, this is a Buxton decision not to play. 
I think. Is that are they saying that then by not putting him on the IL? Is that well, their no, is that their message? They're naive enough to think that, uh, that he's he'll come back. come back in five, six, seven days. But Roy, I love Roy Smalley and he's been my favorite analyst. But yesterday, as they were once again doing nothing mm-hmm. at the plate. They won today, by the way. Yes, they did, eight to four. Uh hit a couple of home runs early and held on. They, Roy, Roy, and uh, Dick agreed that they just played too many day games. Oh, for peace! They didn't have time to prepare. Did you hear this? <laughs> that they've been playing nothing but day games. Six days now, of season. course. Now, of course, if they'd been a lot of night games, it'd be well. It's, That's too cold. It's too playing it's early, too early. Yeah. Night games too cold. Oh, come on! I saw that, and Roy's the one that brought it up. Hmm. Is it getting into a still, rhythm thing, or? Still, I'll take Roy in a heartbeat over our buddy Morney. Yeah, Morney. Yeah, Morney. It's you know what you know what Roy gave us yesterday. There were at least five six pitches where he didn't say anything. That he let Morno. My problem with Morney let, is he doesn't shut up. No, no, because he has to analyze every pitch. Yeah, you don't have to analyze every pitch if the counts. One and all, when a guy throws a strike, you don't have to analyze it. You can just let a little eight seconds of silence. And ladies and gentlemen, these two guys are your go-to when they expertly analyze the booth. Here's the pitch. Booth glaring in. <laughs> Wide. I'm sorry, inside. Hold Not on. Wide. Inside, ball. I think he called it a strike. <laughs> he did? Didn't he? What's he lay raising his hand for? It looked like a strike to me. One and one. And this one. was entertaining. I can't believe we weren't. This is back. not as easy as you think it is when you listen to Gordo all summer. <laughs> well, he's a he's a vet. We need Gladdy on TV. That's oh, what we need. Gladdy, God, there's nothing. Because Gladdy went nuts, I guess, yesterday when Snow let that ball go through his glove. Oh yeah. Which they originally called a hit, right? The yes, the the best was I heard that, and then I also heard uh, who started yesterday for the Red Sox. He had a no hitter. Oh, uh, Waka had a no hitter through four, and Gladden says. Man, if he keeps this up, he's going to y- y- get yanked in the seventh inning. <laughs> like Kershaw the other day. It was fantastic. I have got a new theory on Kershaw, by the oh. way, after watching the Twins. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really that good. <laughs> <laughs> they just stinks. <laughs> they just stinks. He did not throw a pitch over 90 miles an hour. Well, I, it was. Fu- it's funny you say that because Joe and I sliders. were watching it, and I kept thinking... He's not even really throwing it that hard. No, he had a good slider, but uh, is it a anyway, slider or a curveball that he throws? It's a slider. Is it okay? But it's a loopy one. Yeah, it's a twelve to six slider. It's, it's a, a weird loopy. Are the Wild faded to play St. Louis in the playoff yes, opening round? It's a cinch now. Yeah, it's because Colorado's got one hundred and fourteen points. You're not going to reach Nashville, him. And Nashville, St. Louis. See what Nash, St. Louis did to Nashville yesterday? Yep, eight to three. Yep. <laughs> Seven goals in the second period, I think. Wow. So that'll be a hell of a series. It'll be fun. It'll be difficult for the Wild to win that series. Well, they can't. They, can't, they got to start scoring some power play goals, mm-hmm. right? And they got to stop giving up four a game. Right. You know. Now, they came back tremendously uh, on Saturday in St. Louis and from four to one. But uh, they've been giving up a lot of goals, man. You know who they miss, Judd. I was talking to Judd today. We're not. Uh, we're a little, just a little loosey goosey. They miss Dumba, I think, a lot. How the, hurt is he? 
Well, he it was significant, I think, because he's been out a while. Yeah. Lower body? I think it might have been I lower think it was body. Upper body. Upper body? Oh. I can't remember. Maybe he had a tingle. He had a tingle. Yeah. He had a tingle. Yeah, that's what the twins are gonna. That's what the twins are gonna have to start doing with Buck. You know, this spread out NBA thing keeps uh, keeps the oh, momentum difficult. They've, to... they've done the first round of this like this for uh, years. This is and it drives you crazy. Well, good luck reading here when you get your print editions of the St. Paul and Minneapolis play papers Sunday morning. I think there's a fighting chance you might not get a final score from Saturday night's nine fifteen tip off. Uh, did you see Barkley? Who was a 915 Timberwolves? The Timberwolves. The Timberwolves at do. home? At home. A no, wow, we get, TV, I suppose. We get stuck in the Western. We oh. become a Western team. Uh, you're not going to get a score okay. in your paper. No, God, not with the new deadlines, that's for sure. Uh, Barkley, did you hear Barkley's comments? What now? On the, on the Wolvies, he said. Uh, Which one now? Uh, this was the one where he said. Oh. The celebration stuff or just off? off no, just commenting on the team in general. Saturday's game. It made me. He just said. Man, they're talented, but they're one of the dumbest teams I've ever seen. <laughs> but he's wrong. He's Cat should not be playing down in the post all the time. Cat, what makes him better than the other guys is he can do stuff away from the basket and create space. When he's down there muscling, that's when he gets his foul, foul trouble. trouble and, yeah. uh, you know, he does have to stop complaining every single time. He's worse at home than he is on the road. He was pretty bad on Saturday, though, I thought. Didn't well, you He didn't think? have any calls. He didn't have a penalty foul till the third period. I All get I know that. is Memphis had a guy who kept falling down. <laughs> the guy fell down 15 Morant, times. Morant. The yeah, Morant. The guy with the bad hair. Yeah, he had spears he, in his that's hair. That's his and deal. He, he comes, he's a great player, but he, he plays the whole game driving to the basket. He falls down every and time. He's, he's, <laughs> yes, it's, it's a good way to draw fouls. Somebody has to help him up, and he's got those pointy things in his hair. He's yeah. sticky, and you, you, know, yeah. you can get he's hurt. He's not a great shooter, though. He's, a, he's great in, you know, in 15-foot range, but he's not a three-point shooter. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that game Tuesday was one of the great bad games I've ever seen. It was terrible, but it was it was fun. Because, it was entertaining, that's yeah, for sure. And it, let's face it, it gave them a chance because if they're playing Phoenix, you know they're foreign. I out, forget so. who said this, though. Uh, it might have been Jim Pete, but basically saying that Towns having a bad night that night was a good thing, for, and them still winning was a good thing for the organization because it gave a lot of uh, – uh, gave a lot of other guys confidence or something like that, but I thought that was an interesting point. Yeah, I love Jim Pete, but he'll he'd say too many day games or too many. Days. He's got the he's got the BSN lingo down. He's got the excuse making down. That's for damn sure. I saw some member of the traveling party got robbed yeah, in yeah. Memphis Saturday night, but it wasn't a player or a coach. Yeah. Don't know if it was the Benzer or uh, Jim or a trainer or something. Or was it the radio crew? Good. Well, the radio crew is Horton. That's all. That's true. Yeah. He logs his own equipment <laughs> yes. to and from. I does, he, does he have a na- not an out? Na- no, he does the whole game no, by himself. Whole no game. analyst with him. No, lot, that's fairly common in the NBA because of. You yeah. know, the game's going so fast yeah. you, on the radio. You don't have time to analyze every play, so. But yeah, that was uh, uh, interesting. Uh, he got he, Charles. I did appreciate Charles talking about the celebration, though. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. He said they're kissing babies. Yeah. <laughs> I said, 
Well, the best part was for me anyway. Hey, he said, well, "See you later, guys." He, so he said because uh, him and Shaq couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, and then it's he started saying, "What is this one shining moment?" You know, for <laughs> college basketball. <laughs> oh, it was. Fantastic. I want him to be president. Oh. Yeah, but but he also is. Uh, you know, he's wrong as often as he's right. Oh, but, yeah. Because he doesn't watch the league. He admits, yeah, you know, there's only about four teams I watch. <laughs> well, he got into hot water with LeBron a few weeks ago uh, because, of course, you know, the national media, they're, what's wrong with the Lakers? And they that led one of the Thursday night TNT crew uh, shows. And he said, what are we talking about these bums for? <laughs> Charles said <laughs> he that. He said that about the <laughs> Lakers. <right>? Okay, yeah. <laughs> hey. Shaq is, I can't understand him, so I don't know what he's saying half right. the time. He's over there mumbling, and God, is he big now, though. Yeah. He's four bills if he's an ounce, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Spieth yeah. is back. Yeah, hey, yeah, but I didn't see the finish. I, I was watching it, and I didn't, he was two down with, and he was later in the round than uh, did this. He, he, he won it in the clubhouse. Really, he he finished thirteen under and. Uh, oh, I thought he won a playoff. He won a playoff, but he uh, the, he got the, to the playoff because people ended up thirteen under. Okay, Cantley ended up. So they made he made a bogey. Cantley made a bogey. Yeah. Where were we playing, Joe? Where were we playing? Yesterday? We were at uh, Hilton Head. Mm. Yes, well, they've been there for a hundred years and uh, they play a lot. They don't get much of a field anymore because uh, they used to. All the Euro- Europeans would come over, play the Masters, and then they go to Hilton Head. Right. But there aren't any Europeans. They're all over here now. Yeah. The, the good, the good European players now play over here. Everybody over there is an unknown, so it's not a big deal. That used to be how they got a good. I played Hilton Head. I was at a Hilton Head once and played a couple of times, but not on that golf course. What course is it? Harbor Town. Harbor Town. Harbor Town. Yeah. I like a golf right course where you can see boats. <laughs> You can, uh, one thing about that, you know what, you know what is uh, aesthetically unpleasing mm. when the tide's out? Yeah, it looks a little dirty. When the tide's in, oh, it looks beautiful. Yeah. But when it's out, all you see is mud dirt, and seagulls. <laughs> yeah. Mud, sloppy mud. You couldn't walk in. Yeah, and the tide was out uh, most of the time they were playing. The Washed up, uh, what do you call it, jellyfish and whatnot mm-hmm. on the beach? I'm not quite sure I ever understood it, Joe. What? The tide. It has to do with I'm the not moon. Sure. It's a moon. It's a moon thing. How can that little moon? That pulls. How can it have that much effect it's got on gravitational us? pull. Where would we be without that moon? We'd be in trouble. <laughs> We'd have a, You'd always... Well, then your gal's uh, prediction would have come true. Did you happen to read your paper's editorial page today? <laughs> no, what do we do? We have a park board commissioner who uh, managed, uh, however inexplicably to compare Hiawatha golf course to Miami beach based on what based on that she's goofy. She's one of the ones that wants to reduce it to nine holes or or get get rid rid of it it altogether. But I was saying, I had to ask you this and and the irony of her piece is that she said, we have to protect black and Brown children. And how about uh, black and Brown adults who want to play golf? Well, I was going to ask you, yeah, that historically has been a black golf course. Yes, I've written two or three I know columns you on the the black. There's a couple of black men's clubs out yes. there that are fighting uh, tremendously. But why are we? What what are black and brown children? What? Because she has to save the planet for them, and in order to save the planet, how about? Saving it for the white kids is that okay too? No, no, okay. you have to save it for the black kids. But the irony is that's 
and she said black kids don't play golf. But if they do, their chances are they're playing in Hiawatha. Yes. They're, uh, but apparently it was built on a swamp. Or it became yes. too swampy, and it's requiring what constant pumping, and they say they have to pump too much water. And there's a plan that would lower the water, and then do a couple other things. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they, they're not. They have no chance to save the nine-hole golf course with the current court. If they still had Walt Dietzik, they might be able to save it, but the current park board, they could not. So, say uh, I want to remind people that uh, you can escape all the madness of the world right now up at Giants Ridge, home of the legend and the quarry, two of the best golf courses in the state, if not the country. It's also becoming a mountain bike destination, but a great summer deal all year long. Play the legend, and, and not all year long, between June 4 and That'd August That'd be a tough 29. to golf up there be on tough. Christmas. It'd be, uh, be tough today, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would. And, well, and, go, uh, go skiing, though. What the play, uh, play the legend and the uh, quarry on the same day, lunch on them. They'll put together uh, golf groups uh, golf, great golf rates for your own group. Get your buddies or your family members and have a tournament. Beautiful nature, beautiful land, beautiful lakes. Take the flyover. Uh, go check out the drone flyovers at giantsridge.com. It truly, and I was saying, Pat, with inflation going through the roof and gas prices going through the roof, I think a lot of people are going to redefine their vacation plans yes. and stay within the borders of the state. And this has it all for you. Mm-hmm. This has the mountain biking, the golfing, the nature hikes, the trails, beautiful lakes and uh, forests. So uh, check it all out at GiantsRidge.com. And if you're lucky, Johnny Mayer said you'll be in there having lunch and you can get his autograph. Really? Yeah. I, I think he still plays it once in a while. I have your information, gentlemen. The moon is a major influence on the Earth tides, but the sun also generates considerable See? tidal forces. Tons, you know, the sun is bigger than the moon. So, right. <laughs> it really is. Solar yes. tides are about half as large as lunar tides and are expressed as a variation of lunar tidal patterns, not as a separate set of tides. When the sun, moon, and earth are in alignment at the time of the new or full moon, the solar tide has an additive effect on the lunar tide. Okay. Extra Thank high you. tides. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I'm glad the sun's helping it yeah. out, damn it, because yeah. I just couldn't. Let's see. It's that pulling out. it this way, and then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it better when it's in, not when it's out. Right. Because it looks sloppy. Although, because uh, when we when we were out in South Carolina in the morning, you know, that's the water's way up, but in about lunchtime, it's way out, and you see all the jellyfish up on shore. And they are pretty nasty when they get up on the sand and stuck there. Nine fifteen tip off for the Timberwolves. Yeah, that's gonna bad. that crowd has a chance to be a little rowdy. Oh yeah, could be a little uh, drink, especially if they would somehow win Tuesday. They'd really be yeah. fired. Think up. about that. They don't play again till Saturday, then, right? So yeah, uh, it's Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Saturday. Oh, they do play Thursday. Oh. So they do. Play yeah, Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday Saturday. That's okay. Is so the Thursday schedule. and Saturday are here. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then game five, if necessary, unless our boys sweep them. Would be back in Memphis, I believe. Yeah, well, they, that's the way they do it. They two two and then one one one. That's yeah. right. That's, and the Wilds still have what seven or eight games left. Oh yeah, we're uh, we got the game in hand. Uh, we're one we're one point behind them, right? Yes. One point behind them, but we got an easy schedule this week, Joe. You're at we Montreal. Got Montreal, yep. Vancouver's here. They're out of it now. Uh, right? They got they got an easy schedule this week. You gotta you gotta win, you know. So. But there's no, way, there's no way St. Louis and the Wild no, will separate they're, they're themselves. No, they're going to play each other. Yeah. And, you know, for some reason, home ice advantage has gone out the window in the NHL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. It's just, they, the crowd gets all screaming and fired up 
for five minutes and I think it's because you get somebody your home uniform on the road. Somebody's going. <laughs> <laughs> I've never understood that. What color are you? Wear your damn home uniforms at home. What do you think of the Red Sox alternate uniform? Was that tell me that I'm? Was that for Ukraine? I no. thought the same thing, but no, then looked it no, up. No, they've had it's it for last year. It's their city city uniform. connect city connect uniform. They had it. Last, they've had it for two, three years. What was the number it, on the unit? That's seven, their area code. 716? 617. So whatever. But what it is <laughs> What the is, hell was the point of that? I thought it was Ukraine. The point of that is to sell uniforms. Well, I'll, it coincides with the marathon because when each runner gets a jacket, my wife has one, it's that color. It's the yellow with the blue jacket. Yeah, but jacket. they don't do it just on Patriots Day. That thing is, I've seen it during the season. I've seen that. Oh, color. you have? Yes. I guess I hadn't seen it before. Yes. What did they wear today? They their wore their normal uniforms today. They wore today. their regular uniform. Yeah. But on Patriot Day. I'm now gonna... that they won two in the yellow gaudy, I said, come on, twins. Save America. Yeah. <laughs> Save our borders from these <laughs> uniforms. Win today. Jeez. I mean, I'm thinking, man, they got a large Ukrainian population in Boston, and I thought the whole thing was I Ukraine. thought the same thing at first, but then I looked it up, and I, yeah, Pat was right, because they called the why City they, Connect. Why are they, what do you mean their colors for the marathon? Are so that's blue and yellow. The, the jacket that Jess has, it's that blue, and then the, all the lettering is in that yellow. I don't know why. I don't know if that has some... Who, uh, which Ethiopian one today did we look it up I did. Oh, you know what? That's a good question. I should look that up. We, uh, we had her today. I'm betting it wasn't a yank. I'm, I'm Didn't we have a that. local gal running uh, who ran, who yes, was the first Rogesh- woman to run? Phil Rogoshevsky's wife. Who? Phil Rogoshevsky. Isn't he a prominent lawyer, Phil Rogoshevsky? His name isn't Phil. Isn't it Phil? What Rogos, what's Rogo's first name? I just saw him the other night. Not Paul. Paul? Paul. Uh, is he in his 70s? I don't think so. No, I think this is Phil. Is this, could this be a different Rogoshevsky? Uh, probably the same breed, but yeah. uh, but I thought I thought the husband was Phil, but yeah, that's amazing. They had they didn't let a, women run until seventy two, and there were eight of them. Mm-hmm. They were eight. Now they let her in this year without qualifying. Did she actually complete it? Do you think? I, she said she was gonna run for thirty seconds and then walk for thirty seconds yeah. and probably take six hours, oh. but. They were they were going to let her do that, but she ran with her daughter and her niece, I think. Perez Jepsisishier of Kenya wins the women's it elite. Don't sound like from Omaha, does it? How about the men's? I'm looking up the men's now. Uh, Evans Shebe of Kenya. Kenya double sweep, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what? If you grew up in Kenya, you don't leave because you're. Feel a tingle. You think these guys feel a tingle? <laughs> no, no. Running, Hell, they run you're barefoot. Running, you're running barefoot over mountains. Right. 50 miles. Oh, I feel a tingle. I got I a tingle. Uh, I, can't, I can't run my 30 miles today. American Daniel Romanchuk won the men's wheelchair title. Well, we can dominate some. What was the first American man to finish? All right. Let me keep scrolling while I look for that, sir. And you guys can keep talking. Kenya, Ethiopia, Kenya, Ethiopia, Sudan, Nairobi. Yeah, well, Nairobi's a part of Kenya. Wow, they had twenty over twenty-eight thousand runners this year. Holy cow! And thank God, nothing happened at the finish line. Was it? I was wondering, is that part of? But Pat answered, I guess, because they've been doing this for a while now. I didn't know if that was was it an anniversary of that. Is that why they did the uniform? But 
if, if they've been doing well, in the past. Is, I think this thing started in, I think, yesterday, last year. Did they cancel it last year? I think it was two years ago. Two, okay, because I, I think it was. A, I thought they ran it last 100th year. 100th anniversary or some damn thing. I don't know. Let's don't go know. to the bank. I never, uh, you covered it once, did you? Yep. I covered, I covered it once, too. Way too much barfing for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they all go in that big garage, yep. cool down, oh, yeah. and there's a lot of barfing right. going on in there. You know I, what I'll always remember about that? I don't is... want to do anything except drink that causes me to barf. Did you, you know? ride the flatbed truck? No. I'll always remember this. I know exactly what you're going to say. They put us on a flatbed truck. Mm-hmm. We're about 15 feet in front of the lead runners who yeah. are sucking our exhaust <laughs> for two and a half hours. Just think how fast they could be if they were. I bet they die. don't do that anymore. Probably they, not. They did that for the Olympics, the Olympic yeah. marathon. That's the famous Eddie Pope story yeah. where they called up Eddie Pope and the last day of the Olympics in Seoul, and they said, uh, Eddie, we got a spot for you on the, on the truck. Yeah. Because there's rumors there might be terrorism at the uh, men's marathon. And Eddie says, well, that's a fine idea, but I was going to do my retrospective. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie didn't want to go uh, fight terrorists. Eddie said, you put somebody else on that truck. i got to do my retrospective. Is he still with us? No, Eddie died. Eddie was what a character. He was a character. He (laughs) drove from Miami, didn't he? One of the funniest stories I ever heard is... We were out in, where the hell did it, the, Knight Ritter had a last night drinking party that I wasn't drinking then, but Eddie and, you know, Eddie liked his booze, but they were in there. And Eddie was telling us about being at the Winter Olympics in 84. Where were they? Was that what 84? Calgary. No. Wasn't it? 88 was Calgary. 84. Somewhere in Europe. Yeah. And he got in there and they had one of those showers that you had to... Yeah, on you know to raise it up, and he's talking about rolling around on the floor, shower, because he could he could only get the water about a foot and a half. High. And he's in there with his legs up in the air trying to wash his privates. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> Miami Herald, right? Yeah, sports yeah. editor, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was the, all those Southern guys were also the sports yeah, editor. Yes. They were all SIDS, oh but God. Eddie was a, God, he was a funny guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was all he right. in the car with you? With They'd be screwed without that water? No. Because no. wasn't that in Miami? Yes, yes. that okay. was Miami. Okay. Well, those hotels would really be screwed without that ocean there. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie was always at Augusta too, man. He'd yep. be, uh, he wouldn't wait around for that last interview of the day. He'd be no. out of there about one in the afternoon. You know? <laughs> Retrospective. <laughs> Retrospective. All right. All right. That's it. Let's That's go to it. the bank. That's it. No guitar playing on the airplane. Right. That's my theory. All right. Patrick Ricey here with the Canopy Group Facts. The Canopy Group writes more new business in one month than a captive agent Writes in three years. How's that possible? We'll share some other facts to make you understand. Fact two, the Canopy Group offers 16 different insurance companies, not just one. Fact three, the Canopy Group offers annual policies, not six-month policies, that leave you at risk for two premium increases per year. Fact four, the Canopy Group offers one deductible at claim time, not two, three, four, even more. Fact five, the Canopy Group will shop your home and auto insurance with their 16 companies every year. Captive insurance agencies can't do that because they only have one company. 
Now that you have the facts, it's time to get options. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. It's Reavers here for Josh Arnold. Mr. Money Talk is what he's called around these parts. Josh has been an investment consultant since 1978. This extensive career has given him the experience needed to manage your money in both up and down markets. Josh provides independent, personalized investment planning to individuals and small businesses, including retirement plans. Josh has been doing this for quite some time, and the thing that separates him from the rest is he will always give you straight talk and never sugar-coated advice. When you invest for yourself or for your small business with Josh, you get the same straight talk that you would expect from Mr. Money Talk. You also get an investment consultant who will work proactively with you to create a strategy that fits your goals. You can also hear him at the end of Garage Logic every Tuesday and Thursday with a full report. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. Or for more information, just visit his website, joshearnoldinvestmentconsultant.com.